recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, you're listening to Zed Games. My name is Zara and with me in the studio tonight is... Peter. And... Cam. Oh my gosh, you two, how are you both tonight? Oh, just full of vim and vinegar. Vim and vinegar? I don't know. What is, what is the vim? Yeah, what's oh, vim? I think it's an old person thing that means energy. Oh, oh. Ooh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I just say energy. Yeah. That's uh, an extra two syllables. True. We're in radio, we got... We don't have time to burn. Limited. Have N-R-G. Oh. Three letters. There we go. Game of fuel. Um, but we're not <laughs> here to talk about letters. We're here to talk about video games, which can also contain letters sometimes. Sometimes. I've heard a rumor. <gasps> um, I think we've all heard rumors. We've mm. we've certainly heard a lot of rumors. We've got the Weekend Gaming News. We've got a couple of reviews. So mm-hmm. let's just kick it all off with the Weekend Gaming News by the very beautiful Paul. Yay. Aww. This week in gaming news and rumours. The future of Xbox is here. After weeks of speculation of the future of the Xbox, we got our answer on a special Xbox podcast featuring CEO of Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer. Rumours were triggered by leaks indicating several Xbox games were coming to competing platforms, including Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Grounded and Sea of Thieves. During the podcast, Mr. Spencer revealed that Microsoft would be releasing four games on the Switch and PlayStation. Two games would be community-focused multiplayer games and the others would be smaller, well-received titles that have been released for over a year. Starfield and the upcoming Indiana Jones and the Great Circle are not being considered for cross-platform release, but could in future. And that was it. The four games in question were not revealed during the podcast and would be left for their partners to reveal. In other news, Nintendo hosted a Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase, which began with a reveal Grounded was coming to the Switch, and later included Pentiment. Additionally, Sony revealed Sea of Thieves, Hi-Fi Rush, Grounded, and Pentiment would be coming to their platform. Phil also announced that Activision Blizzard King games would start coming to Game Pass, starting with Diablo 4 on March 28th. Were you looking forward to buying the still unannounced and pretty much confirmed for 2024 release Switch 2? you may want to prepare yourself for a very real possibility of a pretty much confirmed for 2025 release after a number of high profile leaks. This is all still rumor as officially the unannounced Switch follow-up has no release date. This week's Nintendo Direct held a few surprises including Kit Fisto. That's right, Kit Fisto, everyone's favorite Star Wars, will be a playable character in Kit Fisto Presents Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection featuring Kit Fisto. This re-release of the original two Battlefront games includes local multiplayer, 64 player online, it's available on all platforms, and Kit Fisto! Epic Mickey Rebrushed is an updated version of the 2010 Wii game. Epic Mickey was a third-person Mickey Mouse platformer designed by Warren Spector, who is most known as the designer behind the Deus Ex series. 
The cult classic World of Goo is releasing its squelchy, slimy puzzle-building sequel, World of Goo 2, as a Switch console exclusive on May 28th. One of the few games that was totally lost when the 3DS eShop closed is coming to Switch. The surprisingly captivating Pocket Card Jockey, a horse racing cross with Solitaire game, is returning as Pocket Card Jockey Ride On, and is available now. And much, much more was included. If you're disappointed about the rumoured delay of the rumoured release of the rumoured Switch 2, then you may be interested in filling that consumer void with the rumoured release of the rumoured PS5 Pro rumoured to be scheduled for later this year. According to several Sony executives, the PS5 has entered the later stages of its life cycle, and that thoughts will inevitably turn to the next generation and the PS6. In Sony's latest fiscal report, President Hiroki Totoki also revealed that there will not be any new major existing franchise titles released on the platform before April 2025. There will be major releases, just not any from existing IP. From Software has managed to secure the rights to the Elden Ring IP from publisher Bandai Namco, and is now the sole owner of their creation. As if to celebrate this fact, fans were finally given a trailer and details in the long-awaited DLC for Elden Ring entitled Shadow of the Erd Tree. It will be From Software's largest DLC ever and takes place in an entirely new area of Limgrave. The DLC will release on June 21st. Upcoming Game Releases! February 22 brings us Penny's Big Breakaway for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC, and Slave Zero X for PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, and PC. February 23rd will bring us Illuminati for all major platforms, Pacific Drive for PS5 and PC, Pentiment for Switch, Sons of the Forest for PC, and the Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass for Switch. February 29 should see the release of Brothers A Tale of Two Sons Remake for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. That's all this week in gaming news and rumours. Okay, um, so that was like 21 rumours thereabouts, maybe 20 22. 23. <sighs> keep saying it, it's just going to keep going up. It really is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the week in gaming news, Paul. That was... My gosh, certainly a lot of what's another word that is means the you same mean speculation. <sighs> speculation. <laughs> you, I'm turning off your microphone. All right, uh, Peter's quiet now. Uh, um, no, I'm bringing you back. All good. Okay, so first, I just want to say congratulations to all the Elden Ring fans out there. Yeah. I'm sure you're super excited about this DLC. I'm not looking forward to not being able to see my friends who play Elden Ring for about <laughs> three weeks. But I'm, um, you know, you'll stay hydrated, rest. Please maybe, take breaks. Please take breaks. Oh, stretch, stretch your hands. Buy an extra mm. controller mm. now. Yes, you know. get get ahead of this remember now. Remember to blink. Huh? That, that, yeah, that just could every be now and then. Oh yeah, yeah, remember to blink. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a good one. Either that or just eye drops. Eye drops. Yeah, um, directly to the eye. You know, if you have someone that you trust, you could get them to just apply the eye drops while you play. Spritz their face every now and oh, again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that always works. an option. But. <laughs> What is this about the PS5 being in the later stage of its life cycle? It just came it out! It just got here! People I, are still saving up for them! I just got one, like, last year, yep. or something like that. And I feel like I've only played five games on it. Yep. And we're now talking about the PS6. What is the PS6 going to do? Uh, like, this, it's just PS5, but more. It'll be an 8K. But more? Spider-Man will be on it. 
Uh, but Maybe God of War. Gran Turismo. Why can't they all be on PS5? Uh, I don't know. It's like I mean, I, they can, they and can. they probably will. But you can but pay an extra 10 better. bucks. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that's like still thinks you know, that the Switch 2 story might have got delayed. I'm okay with that. I'd be okay with the Switch for another two or three years. Yeah, let it, let it cook. It let works. it take its time. We're still mm-hmm. having fun over here. Like, I haven't finished. I haven't finished Tears of the Kingdom yet. Like, I still okay. got to get through that. And it's like, I don't know. Have we really pushed the PS5 as far as it can go? We haven't even pushed the PS4 as far as it can go. Wait, like, remember, uh, remember, Cam. Yeah, this is my job, remembering yeah. old things. Remember with, like, the Commodore 64, how they're like, oh, we've only got, like, three colours to work with. 16, and thank 16 you. 16 colours, sorry, yep. my apologies. Yep. And just, like, really creative things happen. Yes. When you are limited. Yes. Yeah. Um, There's some great games coming out for the Commodore 64 this year. Yeah, like, sure, okay, we can have 2,000K pixels or whatever. I can't see that many pixels in real life. I can barely make out anything more than 480p now. We're literally all wearing glasses. (laughs) (laughs) We're all wearing glasses. I don't know. I think there's a lot more. I know that the PS5 isn't going to, like, leave the market in the next few years. It's going to be, like, a big, long handover process. Oh, yeah. Usually it's at least three years swap over if there is a generation gap, but... Keep in mind, this is still just the normal PS5. They've only just launched the Mini. What's next? Most likely the Pro. What about... what will that entail? What about a PS5 that has Looks storage normal. space? That actually fits in, you know, a TV cabinet normally? It, what are you talking about? Mine fits in my TV cabinet that I made sure I measured so then it would <laughs> yep. fit a PS5 one day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want the largest George Foreman grill I can put into this thing. Exactly. Um... I think that's it for the news for, for right now. I'm sure mm-hmm. there'll be news next week. But oh, for now, most likely will be. Peter? Yes? You've got something for us. I do. I have a, another review. It's not my debut review. It's just another review that I did. And what is the review for? This one is for Helldivers 2. Yes! Alrighty, let's let's hear it. Let's yes. jump right into it. Fantastic. Okay, I'm dropping down onto a hostile alien planet. My squad, my friends, my mates are with me. We emerge from our hell pods surrounded by dense forest and looming mountain. As we navigate through the terrain, waves of bug-like terminids patrol the environment, barely visible through the dense fog. A hazardous effect we were warned about for the mission. We try to be stealthy, but unfortunately we aren't lucky enough to go entirely unnoticed. One of my squad accidentally triggers a bug breach. Suddenly, waves of terminates swarm towards us, and our squad is forced to coordinate stratagem deployments and precise gunfire to hold them off, when suddenly we have a friendly fire incident, resulting in hilarity and a round of, good job, Sean, (laughs) before we realise, in a moment of panic, that Eo, the one that was killed, was holding a stratagem cooldown for a 500 kilo bomb that he dropped on death and is now being called right down on top of us and the liberty-oppressing, undemocratic, freedom-oppressing Terminids. This is just one of the many moments that I had while enjoying my time playing the recently released Helldivers 2. The central theme of Helldivers 2 revolves around humanity's struggle for freedom and democracy against hostile extraterrestrial adversaries. Each mission undertaken by the Helldivers serves to push back the alien forces, liberating planets from enemy control and securing vital resources for our home, Super Earth, survival. 
The game emphasizes the importance of teamwork and strategic coordination as players navigate through treacherous environments and facing increasing difficulty as they try to push back the overwhelming odds. For those interested in the main chunk of the game, Helldivers 2 offers fast-paced third-person action gameplay, where players must rely on their wits and teamwork to survive, or not, against hordes of alien enemies. Players can join forces in squads of up to four members. Each Helldiver can bring in a table or loadout, custom selected for the mission, that are trying to undertake. The game features a wide variety of weapons and stratagems, tactical cooldowns that players can deploy during missions to try and gain advantages in combat situations. These stratagems range from defensive measures like shield generators to offensive actions such as airstrikes or orbital bombardments. Outside of mission, the game's real-time galactic war features provides a sense of impending doom and humanity being surrounded. The galactic map is where you track ongoing conflict against enemy forces and lets the players witness the impact of their actions on a large scale. Players can choose from nine difficulty levels ranging from Trivial to Helldiver, providing opportunities for both casual and hardcore gamers to test their skills. Despite its cooperative focus, Helldivers 2 also offers solo gameplay options for players who prefer to tackle missions alone. However, the true essence of the game is best experienced with friends, as teamwork and communication are essential for success in the face of the overwhelming odds. While the game does feature matchmaking to play with randoms other Helldivers, a majority of the time the game has been out this feature has been intermittent at best, and for the second week the game was out just straight up didn't work for PC. PlayStation, I have heard, has had similar issues but less frequent. Speaking of hearing, Helldivers 2 features a dynamic soundtrack that enhances the game's atmosphere and immersive players in the action-packed gameplay. The soundtrack includes a mix of epic orchestral tracks, pulse-pounding beats, and atmospheric soundscapes that complement the game's sci-fi setting. During missions, the music shifts seamlessly to reflect the intensity of combat, with adrenaline-fueled tracks heightening the tension during heated firefights. The soundtrack also includes dynamic themes that evolve based on the player's actions, providing a sense of urgency and excitement as players progress through their missions. Overall, Helldivers 2 offers an exhilarating and immersive gameplay experience that combines thrilling action, strategic depth, and cooperative multiplayer. The game doesn't have a massive compelling narrative, but the developers have stated that they want the game to evolve with the narrative as they continue over countless hours of the game's life cycle. The engaging gameplay mechanics and dynamic soundtrack of Helldivers 2 come together to create an unforgettable sci-fi adventure. Despite its current and ongoing technical issues and repetitive missions, Helldivers 2 is a current must-play title for fans of cooperative game and sci-fi action. Whether playing solo or with friends, the game offers endless hours of excitement and challenge as players fight to defend Super-Earth against the alien menace. I highly recommend the game if you have a set of friends to play with or love a good challenge. Enlist with the other Helldivers and me, earn your cape, put the kettle on, and serve up a nice hot cup of liberty to the aliens oppressing the managed democracy of Super-Earth. Helldivers 2 is out now on the PS5 and Steam for 60 AUD and is rated MA15+. Alright, I don't think I have anything to follow up that review. That was very in-depth. Mm. I kind of want to just launch straight into... So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name is Zara. Uh, with me in the studio tonight is Peter. That I am. And Cam. Allegedly. Allegedly. Apparently. Oh, it, it's a thing. What a dramatic, we'll, we'll what a later. plot twist yeah. to put into the middle of the I'm episode. I'm imagining that he's there and he just appeared. Oh. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I know it's fantastic. But if you're Cam, mm-hmm. 
allegedly. allegedly. Then mm-hmm. who's that in the corner? That's Shadow Cam. <sighs> um, which is a nice little segue into my review. Um, that won't become clear until later. Do you like puzzles? Love puzzles. Absolutely fantastic. I love puzzles. I like jigsaw puzzles. I like word puzzles, puzzle platformers, skate rooms. You know those doodads that look like tangled bits of metal and then Mm -hmm. you just twist it the right way and it's like, oh, we are two squares and now we are separate. (laughs) Technically in this room we're three squares. Three squares, yes. The like D&D campaign I'm currently in has, I would say, an abnormally high level of puzzles for a D&D campaign. DMs might understand the struggle with some players and puzzles. Very much so. Not I. I love puzzles. Once I, you know, once I'm faced with a puzzle, I just... My brain just latches onto it with like the single-minded determination of a seagull that spotted a bag of chips, <laughs> and I am hungry. Doesn't matter the flavor, except for isometric puzzles. Mm. They don't come as easily to me as other types of puzzles. I don't find it as compelling, and if there isn't a lot of other stuff going on, like a story, it's kind of eh. But wait, okay. Awake, developed by Team Awake and available on Steam, is a gorgeous isometric puzzle game that follows a young girl Aya as she explores her dreamscape to understand what has her so restless and anxious. Aya finds herself in a dream with her guide Bunyard, a pun of Bernard, he is a rabbit guide. Each level has Aya on a platform made up of soft, fluffy blankets tiled to create the level. She must get from point A to point B to progress, getting past obstacles. Pretty straightforward. Now, blankets have a top side and an underside. You know, you can be on top of the blanket, you can be under the blanket. And I can move between both, like many of us. But here's the catch. The arrangement of tiles changes between the top side and the underside. So you might find that your path is blocked on the top side, but the underside path is clear. You can also move blocks from top side to underside and vice versa. But you cannot move from an existing tile top side to a tile that doesn't exist underside. And that's where the challenge lies. As you move through each level, each layer of consciousness, your paths become more complicated. There could be more than one way to solve a level, but there can be some red herrings, obstacles that aren't actually in your way. So it can be difficult switching between the two sides of the same level, knowing that they affect each other, but you need to rely on your memory or constantly popping up and down to check to smoothly execute your solution. So I wish that you could just see an outline of the other side just to help streamline things. Now, there is a complication. I've mentioned this earlier. I hinted at it. The source of Aya's anxiety. She doesn't know what it is yet, and you'll need to find out what's causing it. But it does manifest as a spooky, shadowy figure that will get you if you cross its line of sight. I will not describe what get you means. It just gets you. (laughs) It understands you thoroughly. Yeah. Like make eye contact. And it's just like, I get it. And you're like, oh, thank you. I feel so validated. (laughs) So the story of Awake has you trying to figure out what this shadowy figure is and why is it in Aya's dream. And that's it for actual gameplay. But there are a lot of things that Awake does that just makes this a beautiful little game. 
The art style is a cutesy 3D style, all in pleasant pastel tones. Chunky shapes, gigantic eyes, all chibi-fied. And it's so cohesive. Everything belongs together. The main menu screen opens with Aya shooting awake in a panic. And although you're seeing an absolutely adorable character, there is an undercurrent of anxiety that's immediately apparent. During gameplay, clouds drift past, sometimes sort of obscuring your vision ever so slightly. Occasionally, I will become caught in a chill, her hair turning pastel teal. The soft wooden click when you push a button is satisfying. The music changes key when you're on the other side. The story, the insight you gain, is conveyed through childish drawings, roughly drawn figures depicting friends and anxiety. Awake is just such a treat, visually cohesive and adorable, 24 levels to solve that made me think, with a story to tie it all together and keep me motivated. Did I need to take a little break every few levels? Yes. But I think that's attributed to these types of puzzles not coming to me as easily. So give it a try. It's free. Is it still free? It currently is. Yes. And I'm just so charmed by this game. Oh, yeah. This looks lovely. It's it's recommended to me because I played Kamazoo. Ah, uh, honestly, that's probably why it got recommended to me as well. Um, yeah, it's got like I don't know if you heard that through the microphones, but it's got like lullaby music. For the most part, the soundtrack is a little it's repetitive. Um, but you're not really meant to be listening to the music. You're just there to solve puzzles and figure out why I is having nightmares. And it's just a really cute game. Nice challenge. Not Aww. too hectic. It's super cute. The little bunny rabbits. And I just want to give them a little blop on the nose and let them know it's okay. Yeah. And it yeah. is going to be okay. I mean, I don't know yet. I haven't actually finished the game. But it is the kind of thing that you could probably smash out in a couple of hours. Unless you're me and you need to take a breather every other level. But, you know, you got your system. I've got mine. That's hmm. a-okay. Yeah. You're listening to Z Games at 4ZZZ. You're listening to Z Games on 4ZZZ. Oi, mate, you're listening to Z Games at 4ZZZ. 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 Got a bit carried away. I just get really happy when, like, I don't know, people are inspired by, like, nerd stuff and make something beautiful. It's awesome. It's great. Speaking of stuff... Inspired by video games. Inspired by video games. Yes. There's a Borderlands movie coming out sometime this year. I don't know if you two have heard. I have. Um, I just saw the trailer. Have you... (laughs) (laughs) Have you... um, It's based off a game. Yep. Also called Borderlands. Also called Borderlands, um, which is developed by Gearbox Software. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also had a few like uh, Telltale games as well, like mm-hmm. spin-off kind From of thing. Memory, they've just Borderlands. hit their 25th anniversary as well for Gearbox. Wow. Yep. 25 wow. Yeah, years. After doing the original Halo port for PC, I think, was one of their first works. Really? Mm. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Good work, guys. Yeah. Round of applause. Um, but we're not here to talk about Gearbox. Uh, we're here to talk no. about the movie, which isn't um, developed by Gearbox. It's published by them, though. Um, well, yeah. Um, so, it is live action. Um, action. Yep. Live action action. Um, we've, got, we've got the cast. Um, let me just 
read out the cast real quick. Um, so we got Kate Blanchett as Lilith, um, Kevin Hart as Roland, Jack Black is Claptrap, of course. Uh, we got Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina, um, Florian. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that surname. Someone help me out here. Florian Montenew as sure. Krieg. Montenew. And Gina Gina Gershon as Mad Moxie. Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Patricia Tennis. And I just want to say it's always a delight when Jamie Lee Curtis turns up in a movie. Yep. Yeah, she it's looks like she's having fun, right? She, she is having fun. I think she's been having a absolute blast with like her movies lately. Yeah. Um, Doing really well in the nerd community and still playing WoW. Yeah. And Street oh, Fighter. Really? Yeah. Really? She's been playing WoW with her kids for, God, almost the, since the game came out. Yeah. I just didn't realize that she was still like playing it. Yeah. yeah and she's a cami main in Street Fighter. Oh, wow. Mm, there you go. You, you could literally just have made that up and I would have been like, No, oh, it's incredible. It's on YouTube. That's incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of fan... Uh, petition to get her into the One Piece live action show as uh, Dr. Oh, Kureha yes. as well. Mm. Yes. Did you two watch the One Piece live action? We won't talk no. about it. It's not video game related. No. But have you two played any of the Borderlands games? All of them. For like five minutes and went, not my thing. Okay, we have like the two, very, two very ends wild. of the spectrum. Yep. <laughs> how, how, how are you feeling about this movie, Peter? I've known about it for a while now mm. and I was always hopeful that it would be good. I'm not convinced on the casting just because some characters don't seem to fit their sort of idea hoping that they prove me wrong and the trailer definitely makes it look like a lot of fun with a bit of humor which is always what borderlands has yeah, had it definitely has that borderlands sense of humor but i don't know whether it's got the serious enough nature that borderlands did have because there is a lot of crazy kooky stuff that happens in the borderlands games which is but what they've always, always had a think about they're like oh yeah, yeah. borderlands the really wacky ooh, funny guns yeah and um but they've always had that undertone of seriousness still lurking in the background of it's a dangerous place. There's lots of bad things that can go on and do happen here, yeah. especially in Tiny Tina's backstory. Yes. Which they've aged her up in the movie, which makes sense, especially for the actor and stuff, because you can't have an 11 year old running around because it no. is based on the first Borderlands game, not Ooh. the second or yes. the third. And yeah, back then Tina was 11. It would be slightly problematic to yep. have a child... To, uh, Psycho soldier, explosives expert, mm. trained by her parents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm schooled. Um, mm. <laughs> she comes from Logan. Big deal. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. We love Logan. We love Logan. I live in Logan. Um, how about how about you, Cam? Do you it looks fun. It looks yeah. fun. It looks fun. Jamie Lee Curtis is having a blast. Mm -hmm. Jack Black will do his thing. That's yeah. great. Claptrap will be the whole comic relief thing. Mm -hmm. As always, it's very colourful. It is very colourful. Yeah. I love that. It looked more than it more colourful than the games, which was brown tastic in the original three series. That the original is, one, yeah. yeah. So Yeah. Well I, oh, yeah, no, that just unlocked memories. It was And I still remember the original Borderlands trailer that made it look like hyper realistic hyper realistic graphics and things before they changed it to the cell shaded stuff. Mm. Yeah, which still turned out brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but But didn't that cell shaded style really change the game for cosplayers? Oh, yeah. Mm. Definitely gave them a unique look and made the game stand out amongst all of the other things that were coming out at the time. Yeah. yeah. Which um, is why they made the change initially. Do you plan on seeing it? I will watch it. Sure, why not? Yeah. It looks fun. Would I will not play the game. <laughs> Would you pay <laughs> money to watch it? Oh, no, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I reckon it will do well you know about for... the game industry layoffs? I think it'll do really well for people that aren't really invested in the games themselves. I think mm. it'll be a good, fun, action sci-fi-ish comedy sort of thing that'll be hitting 
I think from what I saw mid-year, later the year. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming out in August in yep. the US. So, I mean, fingers crossed around the same time and not you know four. We're in the twenty-first century now. It's the year twenty twenty-four. Australia sometimes get movies on the same day as I the know. US. You'd sometimes think it, you'd think we'd be in the future, before. being you know past or anyway timeline-wise. But yeah, it looks like it'll be a good lot of fun for the family as such. Yeah, not th- hardcore people that love the. Laura Borderlands. Yes, but I do look forward to seeing all the essays that come out of it where people do watch the movie and are disappointed that it doesn't go super deep into the super, super, like, obscure lore of... Like the sirens. Yes. I mean, no, they're cool, though. I mean, yeah, there's a lot that a movie can't get into. Yep. So... Or why Pandora is the place or why all of these psychos are running around or many of the other lore bits that I could spend hours explaining but yes i'm still looking forward to it though it looks like it should be a good lot of fun it should be a lot of fun i'm waiting for the person to complain that numbers don't come out of people when they get shot i no i'm pretty sure that hasn't been confirmed or denied yet though i'm pretty sure that happens like i haven't actually seen it but my um mother's brother's uncle's cousin is that the one that works at nintendo no this is the one who works at the conversion into chinese gaming area where they're not allowed to show blood (laughs) numbers come out instead of blood in the chinese version ah gotcha it's 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 gonna be a fun movie it's gonna be a hectic movie it's gonna be you know a way to spend a couple of hours if you're a hardcore borderlands fan if you're a hardcore fan of anything you probably don't want to watch the movie adaptation of it i'm just gonna say that no but, but the trailer is up online if you want to go check it out yourself and formulate your own opinion. Yeah, let us know what you think. But not right now, I'm afraid. We're actually about to wrap up the show for tonight. This has been Zed Games. With me in the studio tonight is Peter and Cam. And let us say <laughs> goodbye, good night. So long, Avita Sin. And I love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZED Games AU. See you next time.